paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, Andy Brownell with News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM, along with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Another day to chat about real estate. How you doing, oh, Robin? I am doing great, and I'm always ready to chat about real yes. estate. <laughs> uh, it, I kind of like chatting about real estate. Well, it's the it is the industry that drives the economy. Yes, it, it is. really does. There's so much connected to real estate. Well, that, and it's such it's such an interesting industry because you know you think about real estate and you think about. Um, buying and selling houses and that's just the tip of the iceberg you know we had some meetings this week with some guys that have some really phenomenal products coming on the market one was a guy who their company does roofs on houses that are the whole roof is a solar panel oh neat. So, yeah so they don't like put a solar panel on to the roof they just put this roof on which serves as a solar panel just very cool very cool and um, I think I've told you a little bit before about these new, this new building block technology right. that's coming down the pipeline. Yeah. So there's just some really cool things. And there's always the naysayers. There's always people that say, oh, I don't know if I would trust that or I don't know if I would invest in that. But if you think back before composite decking, right. when we first heard about that, we were like, oh, plastic decks. And they're far from plastic decks. They're the best, you know, they're awesome, right? They are. Everybody yeah. has them. Yeah. Those who don't have them want them. Yeah. And when they were new and something completely different than what we were used to, everybody was like, I'm a little leery. Let somebody else do it first. We'll see how it turns out. And it sure took off. So, with yeah, the solar it's fun. panels, more and more people are installing these solar panels. And can oh, you imagine yeah. the demand if it was just that is your roof? You didn't have yeah. to have this thing attached to your roof? Well, and I mean, I guess I believe the, the guy that was talking to us, but he said that it's not, it's really about the same price as putting on a regular roof on your oh. home. But yet your electricity bill should be nil. So, so, it seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. So when do we get to, to the idea? Well, I asked him, I said, do you think, um, you know, we... They'll be. This will be ready in time for my daughter and son-in-law. They're <laughs> building a house, and I mean, the idea of no electricity bill sounds pretty darn good. It does. It does. So he showed it to me, and he said some people aren't thrilled about the way it looks because it looks like grids, like a solar panel. Yeah, because it is a solar panel. Because, but it, but the whole roof is that way. But but he showed like black roof with black grids, and then it it actually looks a little bit like a steel roof. I said, yeah. you know what? I think it looks pretty darn good. So well, yeah, I'd I look know. at it and go, eh, no, hardly any electric bill. Yeah, it looks pretty good yeah, to me. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just fun. You know, it's such a this this industry of real estate. There's so many facets and it's so fun to just like branch out and learn about things and not just learn about new construction, learn about new materials right. used in new construction. And I mean, it's just fun to know this stuff, gather this information and then share it with people who want to learn from us so yeah love it love it love it love it and it's so neat to me because i try to follow this kind of thing and it was probably four or five years ago they were talking about the product that you just mentioned that that it was coming someday that you'll have mm -hmm. a roof that is essentially a solar panel mm -hmm. and the day is here 
It is. It is. So, yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. Well, one of the things we always seem to talk about when we're talking about real estate is interest rates. Are they still as favorable as they've been in the last few years? Fantastic. Absolutely great. Um, 30-year fixed rates, you know, they're hovering right around the all-time lows. I mean, if you pay 3 excuse me, if you pay 3% um, now, that's like to be expected. You could still get less than 3%. Chances are you're not going to pay above 3%. And if you do, it's going to be barely. And not just one or two, but I read an article where they literally interviewed like a dozen economists and they all feel like this interest rate has been the saving grace. This interest rate oh, yeah. has been been what's kept everything, you know, moving along and that it's not going away anytime soon. And I've heard predictions that maybe by this time next year we'll see a raise in the interest rates. Which if that's the case, we've got a whole year of locking in at these phenomenal rates. And even when they do start to go up, you know, I've said this, I sound like a broken record. They're not gonna just jump from three percent to four and a half or they're gonna ease their way up, right? Sure. So interest rates are very, very good. They're going to be very, very good. Even if they continuously go up at a, a slight pace, I'm gonna say it's gonna take what, a couple of years before they're back into the high fours, which, what did we think of the high fours before? I before all of this? And that was the most awesome thing we'd ever seen. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, interest rates, phenomenal, okay? No doubt about it. Okay, so. And I, I wanna talk about one other thing, well, since we're talking about interest rates. Sure. Um, people wonder, like people who have not bought a house before, they think, you know, how do I get approved? Is now the time? The interest rate's low. Well, there's other things like a lot of people still think they have to have 20% down. Right. There are plenty of loan products out there where you can have 10% down, 5% down, 3.5% down. There are some loan products where you have to have 0% down. There are loan products that pay your closing costs, depending on if you're gonna buy somewhere rural. I mean, there's a lot of good things out there that people don't know about if they aren't in the industry or study the industry or know somebody who is. So that's why I can't encourage people enough to call and ask questions because it is the best thing in the world when somebody has no idea that they can actually qualify for a home loan and then we get to tell them that not only do you qualify, your mortgage payment is going to be less money than what you're paying in rent. Yeah. That is an awesome feeling. And I, you know, I bet that happens a lot because I've seen the rent prices. Yeah. And, well, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. So and I've it's, never had a mortgage payment as high as the rent prices. Exactly. Exactly. And that included so, the taxes and insurance. Correct. And that's the other thing people don't understand. Oh, that payment is all I have to pay. I don't have to also pay insurance and also pay taxes. They don't understand how it all gets rolled in. They don't understand. You know, there's a lot of people that just don't know. And I imagine, because I have a couple of these wandering around that are related to me, these young adults who are just starting out and they've never had a mortgage, they've never had a house, and and they don't even know if they qualify, they worry about their um, credit rating because they've never right. had to apply it to anything. Right. 
Right. So, I mean, how long... How long do you have to have a credit rating before they even consider you for a mortgage? Or is that, well, and is I, that another variable? I think it's another variable um, because I've actually had clients who have moved here from Canada and have zero credit in the U.S. But there's lots of, like I say, there's so many different products. And sometimes, you know, some of these local um banks do portfolio loans. So if the loan doesn't have to be sold on the secondary market, it doesn't have to meet the same criteria. So it's not a one size fits all by any means. But the good news is, is there's usually a size to fit everyone. And if anything, they'll say, do this and come back in two months. and You probably will be ready for this. Correct. Correct. So give Robin a call if you're like I'd love to. I'd love I've to put you in the right. right dire- yes, I'd love <laughs> to put you in the right direction, and not just the young people starting out. You don't know how many times I'm going to help elderly people who are now retired. They don't have income other than their pension or their, you know, um, social security. Social security mm-hmm. And they think, do I even qualify to buy? I'd like to move to a townhome. Well, half the time they don't realize how much doggone equity they have in their home. And other times they don't realize that, yeah, you actually can qualify for a mortgage. So, yeah, there's a lot of people out there that just don't know and they they think they're going to ask stupid questions. But, you know, there's no such thing as stupid questions. So anything we can answer regarding that, we'd love to help. I bet you get a lot of smiles when it's a person who's been in their house a long, long time and they've never even thought of the value of the home. And you tell them, oh, yeah, in your neighborhood, that house is worth this much now. What? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was at a listing appointment this week, and the people had lived in their house literally, uh, let's see, 2010, so 11 years. And when I gave them a price, they're like, wait, are you sure about that? <laughs> and I said, yeah. They said, we are gonna, we're going to make $200,000 on That's this house. That's a nice down payment. Ah, uh, yeah, thank. Yeah, they really nice. So yeah, it's 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 a good thing. Um, the rates are helping. The prices that have gone up have you know put a lot more equity in people's bank accounts or in their you know home values. So definitely worth checking out if you have any curiosity at all. Okay, we're talking with Robin Gualdi, Gualdi Group Remax Results, and we'll be back in just a moment on News Talk thirteen forty KROC AM and ninety six nine FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Your musty band. Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. So, um, lumber prices. Is it a good news, bad news situation out there? You know, it depends on who you listen to, right? Um, Definitely lumber prices have come down. There's no two ways about that. Um, I actually read that they had, lumber prices had reached uh, a record high back in May. And they, they talk about prices per thousand board feet, okay? So like linear feet of lumber. And the record price was... Over seventeen hundred. Oh my gosh! A foot. Okay. And this last week on Wednesday, they said that the average price per linear foot was now at about five hundred. Oh, that's back yeah. down to normal then. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty normal. I don't know exactly what normal is, but it's sure a huge, huge decrease, okay? So if they translate that into the average size home, that's about a $40,000 savings. So when they said, oh, shoot, the same house I wanted to build is now an extra 100,000 to build. Well, if it's come down 40, it's still an extra 60,000 to build. So I don't want people to think, oh, that means houses are cheaper now or the same as they were because as lumber has come down, some of the other stuff has gone up. Oh, goodness. Okay. okay. Like okay. the windows. I hear that the windows right now are on the verge of taking quite a big leap. And, you know, like the sheetrock and the OSB and just all the other things that you need. So as lumber's coming down, some of the other things are still going up. It's still more expensive to build a house this year than it was to build a house last year. But the interest rates are cheaper. So it's all going to work out. And from my experience with the home prices, new home prices specifically, they don't really come down ever. I, I remember exactly. when we built our house, it was right before a big surge in lumber prices created by demand back in the 90s. And that demand eventually waned, but the prices didn't come down. You're so smart. Because once yep. you have that benchmark set, it's set. And if they know people are going to pay that much, why on earth would they say, oh, right. gosh, we don't really need to make this much. We could just charge you, you know, 25% less or whatever it is. But no, it might, it's not going to happen. It might make it that you could possibly build a more affordable home. Not, not a, you know, not the a smaller sized home, but that would be dependent on you finding a contractor willing to do it. Well, so the median sales price of a new home this year in July was 390,000. Oh goodness. Okay, I can remember when when I got into the business, people could build brand new construction for less than 200,000. I mean, those days are long gone. <laughs> and just from this year to last year, the new construction prices on average um, were 18.4% higher. Now, if there would have been a lot more houses built, that number would probably even be higher, but because the numbers were actually down, I think that kept that but equation down. But I also think it's kind of been skewed a little bit because of the shortage of workers. Right. The, the builders are concentrating on larger homes. Yep. And so you're not seeing the the lower priced homes necessarily being constructed so you're seeing a lot more homes that so these are a lot nicer homes than what you were seeing 25 years ago as well well let's face it i mean with prices of lumber so high that really um bites into the profit margin right, right? so if you're doing the small scale homes where the profit margin is pretty small to start with it, there's probably none I mean, yeah. and if you can't make any money building a house, that wouldn't be a very lucrative business no, to be you in. <laughs> you wouldn't last long. No, absolutely no, not. It makes it a no-brainer. I understand that we're, we're from the builder's point of view where this is coming from. And, of course, And of they course. have a limited number of people to build. And if they were to keep them busy building homes that they had no profit margin on, right? everybody exactly. go broke. You got that yeah. right. So, but, I mean, at least we have that saving grace of the low interest rates. Right. right? But on the other hand, if you have people moving, upgrading from their other homes to these nicer homes that the builders are building, that frees up this stock of 
more affordable homes. And therefore, we're getting more and more inventory, and yeah. we are seeing that. You know, oh, we are seeing great. that. Yeah, each week there's more and more new houses coming on the market, and um, you don't feel that crazy urgency. I had somebody call me Thursday asking about a house, and I said um, they wanted to see it Saturday, and they said, "Is that going to be? You know, is that going to be soon enough?" And I said, um, "Oh, I think it will, but let me call and ask the agent." And uh, she said, yeah, you know, we've just been on the market four days. We've only had a couple showings and no interest yet. That's a completely different conversation than I would have been having just a a month or two ago, you know, a month maybe even. So um, guess what I'm doing this afternoon? (laughs) Showing houses. Bring an umbrella. Yeah, I know. Believe me, I haven't gone anywhere without it lately. Yeah, it sounds like the rest of the weekend might be that way as well, at least. so as it slowed down, we're still in a seller's market, as you described. We talked about that last week. Yeah, it is still a seller's market. And has it slowed down? Yes. I think, you know, this is what I explained to somebody. If you're traveling down the road at 65 miles an hour, you're moving along at a great pace, right? If you speed up to 100 miles an hour, you're moving along at a much greater pace. And then if you slow back down to 65, you feel like you're crawling, but you're still moving along right. at a great pace. So that's what some people are experiencing. Like, why isn't my house sold yet? Um, we've been on the market three days, guys. We're okay, <laughs> you know? But, well, when they sold theirs, they had 16 offers the first day. Yes, and things are... Um, settling down a little bit and we are still in a very very strong real estate market it is still a fantastic time to sell your house it's still a fantastic time to buy a house so there's nothing there's no bubble bursting there's no you know downhill slide nothing like that everything is great it's just not crazy i had a conversation last weekend with somebody about this topic and thanks to you talking with you every Saturday, I had a little knowledge in my head that I could share with them. And they were saying the same thing. Oh, is this the start of you know this? I said, yeah. Well, you're not taking into a, a factor when you're thinking Consideration. about Consideration, yeah. You looked at what the homes were listing for when it was sizzling, sizzling hot. Mm-hmm. And people were bidding above that. The homes are now being listed at that price, which... They were being sold at previously. Correct. Correct. So That's you're still exactly getting right. the benefit from it. You're just not having the stress of it. Correct. Absolutely. No, it's still a really good market. And I'm, I love seeing new listings come on the market. It's giving, it's giving hope to buyers because let's face it, if this market has been hard on anybody, it has been so hard on home buyers. I mean, literally, um, I did read an article it talked about more than half of people that were buying houses that were interviewed were talking about feeling sad right. or feeling anxious because they felt like defeated before they got started, like prices were too high and inventory was too low and are we ever going to find a house? And I recently closed with a couple and they were not they were not young people. They were probably really close to my age and they were um, relocating here from another state and we were doing the showings virtually and she would get so concerned and say, 
Oh my gosh, I'm starting to get so nervous. Do you think we're ever going to find our house? Are we ever going to find the right house? And I said, I promise you, you are. I've, I've done this a lot of times. I have a, a Remax t-shirt that says, don't worry, we've done this a million times. <laughs> and I feel like it's me they're talking about. I feel like I have done this a million times. And okay, granted, it's not a million, but I've done it thousands and thousands of times. Okay. And I said, we will always end up finding the right house and you will get it and you will be happy. It never fails. I've never had a buyer yet that has had to just give up and call it quits and not find a home. Some, the process is a little easier and quicker than others, but it's like if we keep the right mindset and we just keep plugging forward and don't let our emotions take over and we continue to buy with you know our brain instead of our heart, we're going to be fine and we're going to accomplish the mission. And, and in the end, there will be a closing day. I promise. Well said. Okay, we have to take another break already. Back in a moment with Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group Remax results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Susan, it's so great to find Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back and good morning. Say, Robin, um, a few weeks back, you <laughs> you had a very stressful week. Oh, and, my gosh. Uh, you had my people. world's worst day in real estate. I know exactly what you're talking about. The day that two deals didn't happen. Right. right? The people yeah. backed out at the last second. Okay. So, so any update to that? Yes, but before I update, let me just recap real quickly for those who don't know what we're talking about. So... Two deals in one day. One, we had the buyer who was supposed to close on a big, beautiful house. And the seller decided at the last minute that, yeah, I'm not going to sell it to you. Just like that. Mm -hmm. And of course, that buyer had somebody buying his house who had somebody buying their house. Chain reaction, already packed up in a moving truck, you know, on and on. So just everything you can imagine. Then the other deal, same exact day. I had sellers who had their house all ready for closing. They had everything in their moving truck. They were gonna go up to the Twin Cities and close on their big, new, beautiful house. And their buyer decided not to come and buy. So yeah, craziness, right? right. Never never had it happen in 21 years and had it happen two times in one day. There was definitely a black cloud over my real estate day that day. So since then, because I promised that I would keep everybody abreast to what happened, the the people who were trying to buy the house out in Byron where the seller decided to back out on them, they found a house. I think oh, I told fantastic. you that we had, yeah, we had um, found them a place to live and rent, right? But they found a house that they absolutely love and they have entered into a purchase agreement and they actually did get a financial settlement with the people that didn't sell to them. Oh, great. So they basically said, you know, we will sue you to perform or we'll settle for X number of dollars and then we'll just drop it. And so those sellers um, settled for the X number of dollars and paid them. So they got that cash for the inconvenience of everything they had gone through and they found a house to buy. So they're as happy as can be. Okay, so that's one. That's, that's great news. And I'm so that's great news. And I'm imagining the person who did the bad deed 
is probably questioning their decision at this point after they had to pay out. Yeah, and and maybe they were maybe they paid out because they realized what we did was really crappy, yeah. you know. But whatever, it is what it is now, and at least they're those particular buyers are very happy. And I I told you those buyers actually did go through with the sale of their house, so as they wouldn't break up everybody else's plans, you know, just because theirs got squashed, they didn't want to squash everybody else's. So everybody that was in that chain of command is still happy, including okay. the guy who decided to stay in his house, I guess, because now he's still right. in his house. That's well, good, so, good all right. karma so, for the folks who... Yes, it really was. Yeah. Yes, it was. And so then on my seller who got stood up by his buyer, well, that one was tough because... Even though financially he could have afforded both houses, he wasn't able to close on the one in the cities because he's a VA buyer and you can only have your VA benefits in one place at a time. So luckily the seller of that house in the cities was so awesome and understood what happened and said, guess what? You can just move in and rent for me on a per diem. So they got to move in. They didn't have to go stay with friends like they thought they were going to have to. They didn't have to put their stuff in storage. So they got to move into the house and they they got to retain their earnest money from their buyer that didn't show up. So they had that money to use um, to pay this per diem. So that was good. And we put their house back on the market and it has since been resold. So it is pending, set up to close. So everything worked out just fine. It was a lot of stress, (laughs) but in the end, everything worked out. So it's like, you just have to press on, keep going and stay positive because that's all we can do really. Yeah, you're right. It's water under the bridge now. Yes, it is. And a learning experience, live and learn. You know, that's the best part about this job. Every day I see something new. Every day I learn something new. And I think that's what keeps me so excited about it. And now you have a, a worst case scenario thing. Exactly. That you can tell others down the road that I had this happen and guess what? It turned out okay. And I always tell everybody, this isn't cancer. We're not going to die. We're going to be fine. We're going to get through this and it's going to work out. I promise you, promise you, promise <laughs> you. And it does. It works out. Even those two terrible things worked out just fine. So. Oh, that's great. I'm, I'm so happy yeah. to hear it was a, a happy ending for both of Me too. Oh, me too. All right. So today we've covered so many different scenarios of why you need to call Robin Gwaltney. Oh, thanks, Andy. <laughs> so how do how do we do it? How do we get a hold of you, Robin? Yes, yes. Happy to be your real estate advisor in any capacity, helping you buy, helping helping you sell, or just answering any questions related to real estate that you might have. I'll never ever feel bothered. Please call me on my cell phone. That number is five zero seven two five nine four nine two six. And honestly, I look forward to the calls. All right, Robin. Well, thanks again, and we'll chat next week. Sounds great. Thank okay. you. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results, right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.